Hi guys, welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. I hope that you are surviving this kind of weird, um, wacky energy that we have all been living in. I barely made it out alive. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Cindy and I talked for the first time this morning since like last week or whatever. And yeah, um, we were comparing stories of all the things that have been like going wrong. Yeah. And Cindy was like, I like hit my right hand car mirror. And I was like, no way. I got, I got a flat tire on my right side. I'm like, what does that represent? Like, what is that representative of for us? (laughs) Oh, well, the right side is masculine. So it's the masculine. um, It can either, depending on like where things are happening around you, it's the um, it can be a masculine, like future relationship coming oh. in, or it could be something from the past that's trying to release. Um, it can also speak to like, if you have a big project or a big thing mm-hmm. that you're initiating or reinitiating or reengaging, um, cause masculine is the doing energy of oh. um, like feminine tends to be yin masculine tends yeah. to be yang, which is doing achieving, starting, you know, getting things done type of thing. Right. So it can also indicate when things happen on the right side of the body or the right side of your car or the right side of your Uh, horse or whatever, that's (laughs) masculine, um, things that you're either having to go start or do or getting ready for or releasing. So yeah, I have a lot of, uh, yeah, my horse, how did it start? I think it started with yeah, Tosh lost his right front shoe on Saturday, which is oh interesting because normally he uses his left one. The last it was about oh. a year ago when I was looking to buy him, he was losing his left foot, which is the future. And it was right around the time when I was making decisions and he lost it like three times in a row. And I was like, oh, he's nervous about the future. Like, oh my God. You know, he's a little unsure. Yeah. And then this time that was the right front shoe. So I was like, well, what is he doing? And then oh I smashed my right mirror, right rear view mirror yesterday. Although the weirdest thing is there's a, there's a piece missing and I cannot find it. Like it's not in my garage where I had the accident. It's not outside. I literally hit it and then like pulled forward. Like I did, like it should be there. It's not there. I don't yeah. know. So like that's something, weird. I know it's so weird. weird. I know it's, that's like a, that's known as like an Ascension um, symptom though, is like stuff that should be where you think it is, is gone or missing. So I'm like, what is happening? Um, Regardless, it still needs to be, I mean, I don't think it was really repairable. It's just a piece yeah. of plastic that's, but it's a pretty big chunk. It's like a couple inches big. That's like, yeah. I don't know where it is. It's not in my garage, which is where I hit the mirror and it's not in the car. Like, it's I just weird. That type of stuff is so interesting to me. It's so weird. It's so, it hasn't like, happened to me in a while. Like this used to happen to me crazy. a lot when I was little. It happened to me in college a few times where I would lose keys. It, it happened to me actually post-college and lost keys. And like, literally we knew where they left them and they were just gone. And we're like, what the heck? Like no one's been in here. Like weird stuff like that. I also like found myself in locked rooms in college, like, but they were locked and it was locked from the end. Like the, the people don't That's know how I got weird. in them. Like, yeah, weird stuff like that. That was all college though. I think that was, I was like too open yeah. and not like yes. setting the boundaries for myself, which is why I have yeah. very good boundaries these days. Yeah. Anyway, so smash my right... I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I knew, but like not quite to the extent. Yeah. I do know things yeah. today. So anyway, so smash my right mirror. It's like fine. It like works to a degree. And then Tosh bit me on my right hand because he was mad yesterday. Tosh. I was walking him. I know. He's woke up and chose violence on the new moon. Um, <laughs> it was just just like all yeah. of us. Just kidding. Just like all of Well, new moons and me do not get along. I mean, I talk about this all the time and Lauren jokes. She's like, you just, you and new moon. I do yeah. not like new moons. I take a full moon any day over a new moon. I don't know why. 
I was born under yeah. new moons. Maybe it's something like that. I do not do well with new moons. Every month I'm like, Ugh. um, so anyway, so he, he kind of, he just gave me a nice bruise, but he was mad that I wasn't letting me grass. And he just decided to let me know that and try a new way. He lost his mind. He was just like, I'm mad at you. You know, I mean, he's a baby. Yeah. So like, I think he likes to try new things and see what's going to happen. I don't think he's going to try that again. Yeah. So, no. Anyways, yeah. it's all on the right side, right? Right mirror, right hand, right foot, his right foot. So I'm yeah. like, what is happening? But I just rejoined dating apps. So I was like, it's like about, I think like, relationships with men like shifting in my life and I think it's mm. like I don't think I have resistance to it I just think it's just different or I might be trying to control yeah. it energetically and this is because like yeah. hand is all about control right he bit me on my right wrist so it yeah. could be a little bit about like me to release control needing to like allow things to just be so I yeah know. interesting yeah yeah I mean no matter what something like that even if you're not actively trying to control it, like you said, it's just different. And it's, un- it fe- I'm sure it like feels mm-hmm. uncomfortable just like totally to navigate any new situation. So, yeah. 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 But mine is definitely, I think having to do with, and then the puppy left, I was like, yes. I don't think I told the podcast, I was the puppy sitting a puppy and he was a male, he was like a male. So he left. So I have a lot of like shifting with male yeah. relationships, which is one of the things we're going to talk about today. So whether it's a pet relationship or, a human relationship. I have a lot of shifting happening with male relationships in my life right now. Yeah. Things coming and things going. So I'm like, I think my body's just like bumping. <laughs> just like the right yeah. side is like energetically like, whoa, it's a lot of change. And just like I'm yeah. bumping into things as a result of it and just running into stuff and passion's losing shoes. And it's just, you know, because our animals reflect <laughs> us, right? So yeah. it's funny that he lost his right front shoe. And he's totally fine. Like he's oh. nothing, like I don't even know how it came off. It wasn't even muddy. He just like pop it just happened yeah Yeah. so um yeah it's just kind of it's just funny so yeah right side is is masculine left side of stuff happening on the left side tends to be feminine so this could be like something shifting with the female relationships in your life friendships in your life um mothering right also it can be like mother and father right masculine and feminine can be mother and father energy in your life too um i'm trying to think what else it could be your role in the world feminine so yeah those are all the like the big things things have tend to happen the left or the right and it tends to be yeah. future or past depending on what front or back mm-hmm. of things so it was his front right shoe my front rear or front yeah mirror rear mirror and my right like wrist so yeah that's crazy um I also think what you said about the new moon thing is interesting and in how like they just do not vibe with you because I was like so happy on Saturday because I kept seeing all this stuff on Instagram about how like it's this positive energy and I don't know it's like very positive all about love and like relationships which I know that that part of it's true um but basically just talking about how positive it is and embracing it and da 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 and I was like man I feel like a chaotic mess mm-hmm. like I don't know what it is I was like is it just me am I doing this to myself like what what is going on here um so I guess it just impacts some of us differently. So now I don't feel as bad at least. <laughs> yeah. Do not feel bad. Mine was it. Yeah. It just, I think it's just, um, everyone reacts like differently to things and me and I don't know, maybe it's just that I'm get really comfortable in things and new moons are all about new beginnings. And I just sometimes yeah. don't like that. I don't know. Yeah. Unknown. I don't know. There's some things we just won't know the answer to, I guess. That's true. That is true. Um, 
anyway, so last week's episode with Amanda Tiberi was phenomenal. And I yeah. absolutely feel like she is a part of our Starseed family. Yeah. Um, Cindy and I have been talking about for a while, essentially, like, how do you call in your, like, your friendship tribe or like your tribe as an adult? You know, we shift and we grow over time. And the friends that we had at like, you know, eight years old, 18 years old, so on and so forth, probably are not the same core friend group that we have now in our 30s, you know, so on and so forth. Um, But it can be challenging to call in your tribe and kind of figuring out what does that look like? How do you do that? Um, And if you feel like that's a challenge, just know, I guess that you're like not alone in that. But so we thought we would do a little bit of an exploration on the topic of like, how to call in your your friendship tribe as an adult. Yeah, I think this is huge because I've been talking to a lot of people who have like been moving or moving or like, you know, uh, even if they're moving like with their partner and they like, but they yeah. like don't know anybody where they went or where they're moving to. Like, I think it's just a, I think it's a hard, it's just a hard thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like when you're in school where you're sort of forced to be in the same mm-hmm. place with people all the yeah. time. Like, like if you think back to school or college, like you're in school all day, you're eating lunch with people, like you're kind of forced in those situations where you have to say hi to someone. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but like you're, it's more likely and easier to like say hi to somebody, you know, when you're sitting at lunch and someone will say something to you. Right. But when we're adults, it's like, well, you don't have to go out to lunch. You can make, you know, you can choose to be wherever you want to be. So I just think one, it's very normal. Like you said, and two, the things that well, spirit has showed me in in sessions and this has come up, but also in, um, just in, in real life experience is the easiest and best way to be in flow with meeting friends is to do the things that spark joy and make you happy. Because typically if there's something that you really love to do, then someone else who really loves to do it, then you guys are going to have other things in common or other similar interests or things like that. Right. So that's like always my first thing. And if there isn't something you love to do, then the next thing is pick up a new hobby, right? Like maybe it's tennis or it's, pottery or it's, uh, I don't know, cooking class or something you've always wanted to do, like picking up a new hobby. Again, I know it's kind of like class and learning, but it's like, again, you're in a situation where you're forced to talk to people. And so those are my, the big, the two big things that I always tell people or that, um, tend to be the easiest route, I guess. I mean, there's also other things like if you're into this, like volunteering at places or, um, I mean, there's lots of like women's groups or, you know, um, trying to think what else, like, I guess if you were into like religion or something, like go to it, like a church thing or something, you know, I don't want to like exclude those types of things too, but there's those things too. And I think people think people don't just think that way, but you know, it, there is also the route of like taking a workout class and just going to the same yeah. time every week and meeting people. Like that time I met people in New York when I first moved there is I just started working out and cause I worked remote, like I worked from home and I didn't like, wasn't going to like yeah. hang out with my employees. Like that would be weird. So yeah. that time yeah. at like all, I just started talking to people cause I was there every week and that time I met most of my friends and it was amazing. Like that's how I found my community. So it can also be like picking up a workout class that you really enjoy and just starting to talk to people. Yeah. It's, it's nerve wracking, but I just have to tell you like the amount of people that tell me that it, yeah, it's hard to meet other people is like, I'm like, well, if all these people would just talk to each other, we wouldn't have this problem, you know? So yeah. Yes. 
um, that's like part of it. And I would also just say that um, if you even know like one person, even if you're not that close, just going out with them or getting to know them or just grabbing a coffee with them can help mm-hmm. as well, where they might have ideas of places to go or meet or connect with people. Right. Yeah. Um, the other cool thing about like starting over and I'm going to say starting over, but, like meeting new people is like, you get to kind of present how you want to be and who you want to yeah. be in the world. Right. Like I was just oh. watching that show, real girlfriends in Paris. It's on Hulu. It just, I, know, I haven't started it yet, but oh you my God. And our friend Elise talk about it and I yeah. need to start it. Okay. You need to start it along with everyone else listening to this podcast. They owe me money for marketing because I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> it's literally like Emily in Paris, but like real life. And I was like, oh my God, these oh. are like, I could like totally see like a Yumi and Elise like doing this or like other people do it. It's yes. like so freaking hilarious. But they're the same way. Like they only know a few people and not to the hand. Yeah. Those people introducing the people. Like it's just, you just, that's how it starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if they weren't like all best friends, like at least it's somebody to go do something with to start. You know, it's just, yeah. it's something, right? Yeah. Um, so anyways, I don't know how I got on the topic of Emily or the real hot, real girlfriends in Paris, Girlfriend but I think it just reminded me of call, like, you're calling in your tribe. Yeah. You you're know? calling in your tribe. I mean, that's another thing too, is setting an intention for yourself of like, um, I'm calling in the friendships and the soul contracts that are assigned to me at this time. Oh. And that's been a big lesson for me personally, especially with the whole puppy situation, and some yes. other situations that are going on with soul contracts and animals is like, I have a big heart. Like I love a lot of things. Yes. I love a lot of people. Yes. Like I'm a very, mm-hmm. like I get attached to things. Right. Yeah. But like, I can't keep being attached to stuff. That's not assigned to me. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. it's not, it's not making space for those people, partners, friendships, and pets that are assigned to me. So that's been like a big theme. I feel like with the uh, portal, uh, Equinox or I don't know, Equinox, Equinox portal, we just had a 922. So this was last Mm. Thursday. We're recording this uh, Monday. So last Thursday, as well as I feel like this new moon in Libra, which is Libra's about relationships and balance and yada, 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 Mm -hmm. and friendships. So like, um, I think with these two astrological events and then now moving into eclipse season, starting now for the next like six to eight weeks, right. With the next new moon and full moon being eclipses. So eclipses always eclipse things in Mm -hmm. and out. So they're a great time for shifting. So my point is like setting an intention around that you want the souls assigned to you to come in and creating space for that is huge. And then also releasing the ones that are no longer assigned to you, or maybe they were at one point, but they were not meant to be forever. They're just a short contract with you or a a short-term thing versus a long-term thing. So, um, and how do you know? Well, (laughs) you know, when it's not flowing, when it's stressful, when it's, when you're drained after being around someone or something all the time, that's a sign that it's probably either no longer aligned or was never aligned or meant for you. Um, it could just be that it's no longer, I don't know that they're never, never is a strong word, but you know, so if you're feeling really drained, if you're feeling exhausted, if you're, um, if it's, if you're trying to force things, if you're, if you're upset every time you hang out with this person or talk to this person or be around these things, like it's typically a sign they're probably not assigned to you anymore. Yeah. 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 Um, no, that makes perfect sense. I'm also curious, like, I guess in the past or like when this topic, if this topic, I guess, comes up with like clients or in readings, 
Um, what else have your guides, I guess, like shown you on this topic or like, is, is there anything that well, like they have to say on it? The only other thing I'll add is that, cause this came up in the, in the group reading that we did on the Equinox day with Lauren mm-hmm. Monashaldra, I did an event with her and people, it's always killed me. People were asking like, am I with my person? Is this my forever? Oh, I don't know if I should stay with my husband. I'm like, oh God. And mostly it's women. So oh, husband, no. or you could insert wife, whatever. So yeah. those are really tough questions. Cause it's like, I have free will, so I can't, but what spirit said then, which I will say to answer your question now is that technically no, like these people don't have to be your forever person. If you don't want them to be anymore, right? Like in some yeah. cases with relationships, I shouldn't say in some, in most cases with relationships, you have free will. You get to decide if this is a person you want to continue to be with or not. Like we over plan as souls. So if this relationship, partnership, friendship, whatever chip you want to put in there is not working, or you're questioning it to that level where you're like, I don't know if this is my person, then that's probably a sign that maybe deep down it's you're not feeling aligned or your gut is saying like, "Mm, I don't want, I I changed my mind. I don't want this person as my forever and know that your soul over planned. And so if you as free will chose that actually, Hey, this is not my person. I don't, this isn't working for me right now where I'm at based on my free will. I don't want this. Then you do have someone else probably lined up behind that person, or you do have someone lined up to come in, but first you have to release the one that's in front of you. They're not and people don't like to hear that because like, well, I'd rather have, they'd rather leap for something else, right? They'd rather know what they're leaping for, what they're heading towards before they let go of the thing that's in front of them. But know that it's like, if it's meant to be, even if you let it go, it'll come back around again, but you have to do what's mm-hmm. right for you. So whenever people ask that, I'm like, well, the short answer is like, it doesn't have to be like, they don't have to be your yeah. person, but it's like you have free will. This is where free will comes in. Yeah. So spirit always is very cognizant of that or very, um, what's what I'm looking for. Very like, uh, I don't know, very specific on that topic. Cause we do have free will and what they have, I think we've talked about this before, but I'll just repeat it because it's such an important thing is that, you know, based on our thoughts, actions, decisions today, spirit will work with the universe or with other guides to align you with the person that's in your highest and best interest at this time. But based again on your thoughts, actions, and decisions, if they continue to change or go down a different path than what they originally saw for you or what you originally saw for yourself, then that person might no longer be aligned. And that's why I'm saying like, you want the people that are assigned for you at this time, because spirit's going to line up somebody else for you. But first you have to let go of that thing that's not working or that's no longer assigned, like literally may not be assigned to you. Um, But that's where I think people get hung up in going back to the same thing over and over again, like trying to make it work or like someone else is asking yeah. me, I think this is a, I don't know if it was in the group or like, well, I've been on and on off again with this person for two or three years. Are they my person? I'm like, no, they're probably, I mean, like, I don't even have to like tune in for that. Like, yeah, no. Common like, sense tells me no. Yeah. Common sense tells me no, but the spirit also <laughs> showed me no. But it's like, no, like, but this is where you're trying to hang on to someone who's not assigned to you because I don't know if it's fear or whatever, or what limiting belief is showing up as a result of this. But like, that's, again, if it's not working or it's on again, off again, then it's not in flow. And therefore it's probably yeah. not assigned to you anymore. Like they're not your totally. person. Yeah. So spirit's really careful about free will. And then back to my topic, I was going to say, which is you plan, I'd say an abundance of people, maybe not like millions, but like you plan like a, you know, more than a handful of people that you could align with in this lifetime to be your partner. Yeah. At least I think most souls do this, but 
you're only, you're going to end up with the one that's most aligned with your free will choices for the highest and best good for you and that other person. Right. So don't forget the other person plays in this too of like, and this is where I also see the flip side of things with clients where it happened to me in this lifetime where it was someone who was like so aligned and it was so great and it was so amazing. And I'm like, we could have had a great life together. Like what the hell happened? Like not ghosted, but like backed up, like was got so close and then backed off and it was just weird. That was that person deciding, Hey, this isn't right for me right now. I'm not ready for this. And that's okay. Like they're allowed to have free will too. And it's not that you were wrong or that you didn't have a connection and that you weren't maybe potentially meant to be together forever, but they, they have free will. They change their mind. That's okay. But then we get hung up on like, well, what's wrong with me and why didn't work out and the shoulda, coulda, what is. And it's like, is that really serving you? Like there's, there's some, I'm telling you, we over plan. There's someone else that's ready or wants to come in. But if you're continuing to keep cords attached to this old person and there's not going to be space for the new relationship to come in or to new, the new contract or friendship too. Like if you're trying to hang on to an old friend that yeah. you just like keep forcing it or it's like, it's not like, it's okay to set boundaries around this and maybe give yourself some time and space away from them. But I think it's hard because we're taught and even from young age with friends, like, Oh, you should have friends forever. And we're going to be on yeah. and we're just going to know each other. And there are people that are going to be like that in your life. There are, but it's probably not every that you come across and that's okay. Like, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that or you, you know? No, exactly. Like I have tons of people. I've moved a lot. So I have tons of people that were really close and we live in a certain city and then I move away and it just, just sort of lose touch yeah. and contact and they move on with their lives and I'm on that, but that's fine. Like yeah. we were meant to be together in that time and I wish them all the best. And like we do Instagram or DM or Facebook and it's great. Yeah. And I still get to stay in contact and wish them well and celebrate with them and we move on. But yeah. That's okay. it's natural and it's normal. Yeah. And I think we need to normalize that. I think it's not considered normal, unfortunately. No, it's not. And I think what's interesting hearing you talk about this topic more is that quote unquote, like calling in new friendships, relationships, whatever it is that you're trying to call in. Um, it's just as much about letting things go and releasing judgment, whether it's of yourself, of others, as it is, as it is about the actual calling in and the manifesting and what you're asking for. Cause that's mm-hmm. when we first started talking about something that I wrote down is like dropping the judgment and like dropping mm-hmm. the judgment around it, whether it's for yourself, like whether you're like, why haven't I, why haven't I made friends yet? Or why haven't I called in my person yet? Or like whatever this looks like, or dropping the judgment of other people of like, cause friendships, it reminds me a lot of like relationships, right. Where like, if somebody's looking for like, a life partner or, you know, whatever that is, you might say like, I, you know, I want him to be six foot seven and brunette with blue eyes. And I want him like, whatever that looks like. Um, but it's like, in reality, your person might not have those exact things. And it's like dropping the judgment around that. And it can be like the same thing with female, fr- male friendships, mm-hmm. female friendships, whatever, whoever's listening, whatever you're trying to call in. Mm-hmm. Um, and dropping some of the judgment around those things. Cause that's, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just something I've seen lately with people is I'm like, holy shit, people are so judgmental. Like how did, when, when yeah. did I, when did, I don't know. I don't want to say when did that start happening or like, I guess, when did I start actively like recognizing that? But um, yeah, it's interesting how much like actually goes into it that like we don't even think about mm-hmm. or most of the time we don't even think about. Mm-hmm. It's not just manifesting. Yeah. And I agree. I totally love what you're saying about judgment too, because 
I feel like just as much as we judge other people, we also really judge ourselves hard when it comes to friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. Cause again, it's like, I feel like society mm-hmm. places this thing of like, well, you should be able to make friends or it should be easy yeah. or like you're something wrong with you if you can't make friends. And it's like, yeah. no, but I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves with pressure and perfect, mm-hmm. which is also judging, right? Cause you're judging because you, if you yeah. don't have something and it's just not helping. It's not, it's just at the end of the day, it's not, um, helping serving anything or anyone. It's also keeping you in kind of that lower vibration too, which is not mm-hmm. great for meeting new people. But just another mm-hmm. thing to think about is like, if you're constantly judging yourself or being overly critical, not great for keeping your vibration high and feeling good mm-hmm. and confident for meeting new people, you know? So it's kind of double, yeah. like a double two strikes against you if you're, you know, yeah. judging yourself and then it's keeping a lower yeah. vibration too. So yeah, it's, um, it's, and I also would just say like, when you're meeting new people, you're going out and whether it's friendships, whatever, like, remember the other person's probably feeling equally as like nervous or anxious or like yeah. unsure too. So it's not just you. The other person is probably, you know, I don't want to say struggling, but struggling with this too. And I just have to yeah. say like, this happens to everybody, whether you're, you know, famous or not, or, you know, been lived in a city your whole life or not, yeah. and you just moved or you're in your twenties, thirties, forties, fifties. Like I just hear these things from all ages, all stages and all types of clients. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I just, we, we don't see it, I think, or hear about it as often as we should. So it makes us feel like it's abnormal and it's not. And it reminds me of like, do you remember when Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss were always seen together and then all of a sudden they weren't and every major media outlet was like, Taylor and Carly hate each other, enemies for life from BFFs. And you're like, no, yeah, it's just relationships evolve and they change like you said people mm-hmm. move whatever it is and it's like we just always not to say like we as in like listeners or you and I or whatever it is but I just think as a society and like culturally we make such a big deal out of it and oh it's totally. like it really it's just life it just happens you know well I used it's, to have a complex because like is. every literally well I moved every like 18 months so that's part of this story but then yeah. the other thing is, is like every year to 18 months even when I lived in Chicago I was like changing major friend yeah. groups like I was like what is going on like I at yeah. one point was like, what the hell? And then actually when I had my chart read by Lauren, she sort of, ex- um, Lauren, the model astrologer explained some of this of like, well, part of it's where my chart is. Like mm-hmm. my friendships, partnerships is so stacked that I'm always going to be bouncing yeah. around from like group to group. Like that's just like the way yeah. I am as a soul. And I was like, oh, like that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I changed a lot every mm-hmm. year yeah. to 18 months. I mean, like when I yeah. first moved to Chicago, I was completely different job mindset person like lifestyle like just totally different so like of course of course my friends are going to change because like where I'm spending my time and the things that I'm doing are very very different like it's just it's natural but I used to have a huge kind of like what is wrong with me I used to have like really bad complex about it and I was like oh my god like but now I'm just like oh yeah it's part of my chart and partly just like I've changed a lot like yeah I'm I'm not able to bring everybody with me on this journey (laughs) <laughs> You're like, it's not, not everybody possible. wants to come along um I'm sure too thinking about it, and this might be like a whole other subject but I'm sure for you too or like me listeners 
however it is, as you dip your toe further and further into spirituality and therefore work on yourself, um, I'm sure it gets harder to, I don't want to say harder to align with the people around you, but depending on who those people are, they're very like down or low vibrational or just have qualities that like just do not groove with where you are at in that time as you truly do the inner work. Um, I'm sure those friendships evolve and change and you're calling in different types of people. And um, yeah, I could, I could see that being like a whole other topic, but. A, totally. A I, was just, one. I was just speaking to someone about that, about how like there's some, and then no ill will towards those other, you know, um, people, but as they've been like finding themselves spiritually, like I just can't even be around the same people anymore. And I was like, that, I yeah. get it. I, it makes total, total sense. And it's nothing, yeah. again, nothing against anybody else, but I think at least for me, when I was going through it, it's, it was, um, I realized how like inauthentic to like my true core self I actually was, but I thought, I mean, like I was being authentic to who I was at that time, but once you like release all those layers and do all the healing and move into like more of the spirituality stuff and who I really am, it's very mm-hmm. different than who I was in my corporate gig. And it's just, it's, I almost have to like get in that old vibration in order to feel accepted maybe by those same people. And I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. And that's like, it's okay. But it's sort of like, I was just so inauthentic that, but that's how they were used to me being. And I can't, it's like, I can't get back on a vibration again. It's just not me. Um, But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't have to like, I mean, some of those people still accept me and it's amazing. And some of those people like don't, and that's fine, but I don't, there's no judgment around it, but I can't, I can't go back to being that same person or to like, feel like I fit in. So therefore, yeah. I mean, some of those friendships just change or evolve or shift. So um, yeah. And it's, I just having this conversation with a friend slash client. So it's, it happens a lot as people start to like mm-hmm. find spirituality and evolve. And again, it's not that you're like better or anything like that than the person. Yeah, in fact, no, it's quite the opposite. It's more of like, I just, I'm being more authentic to who I am yeah. and I'm not expecting everyone to accept me. Just like I don't expect everyone to accept yeah. me when the web before, you don't have to accept me, as I am, but that's okay. Like I, this is yeah. just being who I am. So I think yeah. it's a little bit about like, just kind of owning that and knowing that things, some things are going to change. And then there's also the great ones that like people want to shift and evolve and they see how you're changing. Like, wait, what are you doing? And they come with you and it's great. And it's totally, yeah. You get to talk about these things, but literally sometimes like, even like the stuff I want to talk about is not stuff that other people want to talk about. Yeah. I mean, like what we, that's how this podcast started. I was going to say, like, yeah, if I had walked in the first day I met you at space and like started talking this about starseed, you would have been like, oh my God, get this person away from me. Right. Like it's just, you weren't ready for that guy. No, but it changes over it's time. So different. Yeah, it changes over time. And now we can talk about that stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like you would have been like, okay, I don't know about this. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why though you call them the people. I don't guess I'm thinking out loud, but like I guess that's why you call them the people where you have like these soul contracts. Yeah. With each other. Because then I I do think you're more likely to evolve like in tandem with each other. Yeah. in a way where you make each other better people, you compliment each other and all of that stuff opposed to having it be like, do you like, do you want to talk about aliens, you know, and having somebody be like, uh, yeah. Um, I wish but I could I also, think of what it was, but sorry, go ahead. Cindy. 
Well, I was also say, also I feel like back to your earlier point, just to circle this back and put a pretty bow on it that you were saying about not judging things or other people. Yeah. Like that's the other thing too. Like if like when people come to me about stuff, like I try and be very cognizant of it, even though like, I'm like, what the F are they talking about? I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. not going to judge. Like, I don't maybe know this person yeah. yet. Like maybe what they say is true. I don't know. I don't, I haven't done enough research on this myself. So I'm not going to comment. Or I'm just going to listen or observe yeah. because I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, you know, but mm-hmm. if, but you could, my old self would have easily been like, what the F I don't like this person. Yeah. They are weird yeah. and like totally judge them. But then how many relationships I'm missing out on because I was judged. I mean, I'm yeah. a very judgmental person sometimes, but like how many people yeah. was I missing out on in the past because I was judging them too quickly. Right. Or even on dates, right. People, all my single mm-hmm. people out there that are dating. It's like, yeah. you know, how often are we going into dates, like judging people so quickly without giving them a moment to like explain or have an opportunity to like see who they, what they are, who, what they're about. Right. So they also have that judging of like, that can happen in friendships in the beginning too, when you're yeah. meeting people, it's like, you gotta give them a chance. Absolutely. So yeah, you just have to feel things out and like, you can't always write it off right away. Mm-hmm. And just because sometimes it's almost like a relationship. Like I feel like when, like a romantic relationship, when it's two people that are exactly alike, it doesn't always work long-term. Yes. I feel like it's the same way in friendships sometimes where exactly you're exactly alike, it might not work long-term because you're going to annoy the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. So. Totally. Totally. So anyway. Um, is there anything else on this topic or is that no I would just say like back to your original question just like wrap it up it's just you know when you're calling in friendships I think it's the same thing as like manifesting like if you're trying to manifest you know a job or a house or a partner you can do the same thing with friendships don't be afraid and I we talked about this before but I'm a specific manifester so I would need to get specific on like I want them to be single or I want them to be my age or I want them to do this. I want them to be like, I'm a very specific manifester of like how I manifest even friendships, but you might be non-specific and you just want to have a certain feeling or a certain type of like thing you want to do with them or just, you know, I don't know, experiences you want to have with them or trips you want to go or whatever. And you can just hold space for that. So it's the same thing. Like calling in your friends is also, and your tribe is similar to just manifesting. Right. So it's absolutely, you know, any of the things you hear on manifesting, you can also, insert whatever instead of home job partner friend you can put friend in there instead yeah yeah and this is a great time for it I will just say that I'll just end with this great time for this it's eclipse season eclipsing things in and out uh it's Libra season which I mean not astrology but it seems to be about relationships and uh which includes friendships it's about balance um, we're also in, um, finishing up September, which is the sixth month. And that's all about relationships in, in numerology. We're also in a sixth yeah. year. So 2022, two plus two plus two equals six, right? Six in numerology is relationships, community, friendship. So this year is a great year for that. That's the moral of the story. Uh, so we have a couple more months of this energy, uh, to work with, and especially with the eclipses being pretty potent over the next few months. Yeah. So don't be afraid. Like now will be a great time to start doing this stuff or yeah. to try something new or get out there or whatever. Um, and honestly, I've met people like on social media. I forgot about that. Like yeah. that is the one thing I about social too. media I would say yeah. that I do like is like, I have a love hate relationship with like Instagram, right? <laughs> Most of the yeah. time it annoys me and I'm, I hate it, but I've met some good friends, some good clients on there, um, good places yeah. to partner with. So like, don't be afraid of social media too. Like reaching out, DMing someone, I mean, sliding into DMs. I know it's like old school way now. Yeah. Like it still works. Yeah, it does. It, it really does. Um, 
last thing I'll say on this, but it's, it's also then like going back to the judgment thing, like releasing, I guess, like the fear or the judgment around, like, should I reach out to this person? What if, what if they say, what if, you know what I mean? And yeah. Um, I feel like nine times out of 10, like if you reach out to somebody and say, you want to grab a coffee or a glass of wine or whatever, they're going to say yes, you know? So usually just do it. Yeah. Just do it. What's the worst thing that happens? Somebody says no, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Anyway. And releasing judgment and releasing expectations. That's the other thing too, right? It's like we're holding high expectations over something we use and gives up disappointed over like, it's just like, let be an observation let people show up and then, then make decisions after that versus going in with expectations or judgments and then you're disappointed or upset or whatever. Yeah. Like that's 99% of our problems. I feel like. Yeah, no, it totally is. I mean, I like about two months ago, so DJ, my husband and I are running for the emerging leaders leaderboard for national wine auction, um, which is a 501c3 here that my family's gotten pretty involved with. And I had reached out to this woman on Instagram that we follow each other. She's a little bit I want to say she's a little bit older than me, but just a little bit older than me. Um, So I'd reached out to her because she's a member of Soho House to like grab a glass of wine or something and talk about the organization. And she didn't say no, but she kind of like cloaked it in like a nice way. And I just was like, yep, I'll see you at the next event, you know? And like, so it's like, sometimes you just have to do it and like, see what happens. And like, literally the worst thing that happens is somebody is like, oh, I have a crazy month. Like, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, oh, okay. You know, and it's just not, it's either not the right time, not the right person. And like, we don't know what that is, but I love the way you said, like just releasing expectations because ultimately we have no idea what the universe's plan is, whether they say yes mm-hmm. or no. So mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? But, exactly. Well so, said. You know. All right. Well, Thank you guys for joining us again for Slightly Spiritual and for being a part of our cute little tribe because I would consider us a cute little tribe. Um, And if you have any questions, you can always DM us and um, we'll be back with some exciting guests in the fall, which I'm really looking forward to. And um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye guys.